0: Welcome to Rebel Radio. The place to be for emerging entrepreneurs who are hungry for impact and doing business their own way. I'm Cindy Van Arnhem, your rebellious leader for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to unlock their limitless potential through the power of self-mastery. The key to claiming your potential, trusting your wisdom, and creating infinite possibility in your world. I am so excited for today's conversation on rebel radio, where I am talking to Keely Stawiki. I hope I've said that right. I'm so excited (laughs) to have you as a guest here. I was on your podcast not too long ago and I love these collaborations where we can just share on each other's podcast. So thank you for being here. Tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, um, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've only Mm -hmm. had one job working for someone else. My entire life. And it didn't last very long. Um, when I first got out of college, that's the job I had. I worked uh, doing selling high end cookware. And then I met a guy and we started a sawmilling business and uh, grew that to a quarter million dollar a year business. And that relationship really wasn't in my cards. And so I pivoted and I started a vintage consignment shop. And now I'm in the process today is the first day of the closing sale. So over the next 30 days, closing that brick and mortar business and I'm going solely online um, as a master marketer. So now I help female entrepreneurs to get their message out to the world using strategic marketing tactics, as well as sales funnels, copy and offer creation. Nice. That's quite the pivot
0: from a clothing store to marketing online. That's a big shift. I love that. And that's really what an entrepreneur does is we're constantly pivoting and shifting and going with what feels good rather than what we're supposed to do. Right.
1: Yeah. No kidding. Like right now, this has been a really, really hard realization to come to because everybody in my life right now is like sad (laughs) because I built this store and this business and everybody was benefiting from it. You know, people in the community could bring their things in to sell. Uh, People were shopping and getting great deals. My mom was able to utilize it to refinish furniture and sell it. And then here's Keely over here like, COVID-19 has crushed her world, taken all these things away from her that she likes to do. And she's like, I don't want to do these things anymore. And everyone's relying on me and it's not making me happy. So I'm going to move on to the next thing that I want to do. And every business I've ever had, I've grown it using strategic uh, social media marketing. And then once I learned how to build sales funnels and use that in my brick and mortar, everything just really grew and it's time, you know, as entrepreneurs, we, we grow and, and, sometimes the opportunities that we've had, we outgrow them. And that was a hard realization for me because with my brick and mortar, I kept hitting an income ceiling and I was just, and and not even just the income ceiling. And it's not even just about the money. It was like a spiritual ceiling where mm. I, I started to no longer feel like I wanted to be a junk reseller. Like I just, it didn't feel good to me anymore. And I wanted to go on to serve at a higher level because people would come in and be like, oh, I really love your store, but I want like $2 off of this $3 thing. And I'd be like, this is crushing my soul. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do something that feels like I'm doing something with more purpose. And that was long before I hit the income ceiling. It was about a year and a half into this, this brick and mortar. I started to feel like I was just having, you know, some some inner life crises. Mm-hmm.
0: So step number one, if you feel like your soul is being crushed, it is time to pivot. Yes.
1: <laughs> Maybe yeah. don't
0: wait that long, though.
1: Yeah, I've just been one that like I stick with it too long because I took this strengths finder test. I mm-hmm. hired a life coach and we did strengths finders. And one of them is I think number four is responsibility. So number mm-hmm. one was achiever. Number two is activator. And then empathy was number five. Anyway, this responsibility ones, so the responsibility one is what holds me into these things that I build for too long. And so mm-hmm. I'm learning to recognize the, the bad feeling earlier so I can start mm. pivoting and doing what I want sooner instead of being like, no, this is my responsibility. I have to take care of this responsibility. And then I just make myself miserable and I lose out on the momentum of moving on to the next thing sooner
0: yeah absolutely and we feel like you know everybody has these expectations of us and we've made commitments and promises except that it's crushing our soul and so the moment we just release (laughs) that whole attachment go i'm gonna do what i want to do here it just makes things so much easier so i love that you shared that story thank you yeah of course (laughs) So I ask this question of every guest because it's like the definition of success. It's this really subjective thing. What does self-mastery mean to you?
1: Well, self-mastery means to me um, being able to recognize the emotions behind things and then take actions based on those. Uh, (laughs) Because there's two things, like I've always battled between the very logical side of me because I've always been, like, growing up, I was like, I'm a realist. I'm a realist. And then I realized that that's not doing me any good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so then I get all emotional, and I'm like, no, you cannot feel sad. Because it's not logical to feel sad right now. But you feel sad. <laughs> and so it's like being able to step back and stop feeding into that drama that either my upbringing or society or whatever has been imposed on me that has caused that. And be like, no, no. Being sad today is okay, and I recognize I'm sad for these reasons and I'm going to sit with this emotion, not take any action while I'm in this emotion because that's not going to be good (laughs) and then let it all go. And then soon I'll start feeling better and I'll be able to take, you know, action once I come back up.
0: I love that. And that's exactly (laughs) what I teach my clients is, you know, society has taught us that feeling sad, angry, depressed, any of these emotions are just bad. And it's not logical to feel them. (laughs) Well, I don't know about you. But in my experience, emotions are never logical, even when you're happy and excited and giddy or playful. All of those emotions aren't logical either.
1: Yeah, and if you want to see illogical emotions, do a Reiki session, because I've done several where I'm just like, fine, whatever, like, haha, this is woo-woo, like, whatever, and then all of a sudden, i start, like, it just starts, like, right here below, like, your rib bones, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden, just comes up, and you're just like,
0: <laughs> My thing with Reiki, place?
1: I start laughing
0: when I have a Reiki treatment, it's a thing yeah. that I do, Yeah? <laughs>
1: I always start I have, crying. I just I have like, cried, it. but
0: it's usually I laugh because my way of releasing is laughter. So that's yeah. Even when I'm sad, I'll just start laughing.
1: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I wish I had that because mine just comes in big sobbing tears. But I think it's also through the cycle. Like I'm in this cycle of releasing all of the old trauma, all the old my old chapter, and it's been a really interesting roller coaster and of self self recognizing self mastery too to in utilizing that to go through this process to come out this other side especially in the next i'm gonna give myself six months for this next transition as i start yeah. to like get through yeah and i think that's important to really
0: mention a- in the entrepreneurial journey, especially when you're starting out with a new venture, it's like this roller coaster as you're trying to figure things out and navigate. And then something doesn't work, and something's working really well. And it's, I don't know if you've ever seen that meme where the, the road to success is like this, yeah. right? <laughs> and it's a it's, love that you said when I feel sad, I allow myself to sit there and not take action from that place. That's really important because when we take action from that place, then the results carry that emotion too.
1: Yeah. That's been something like I've had to put all the pieces together because I've had lots of coaches, lots of like reading a book. And so there was, when I first started going to counseling through, I was going through a breakup with my ex-fiance with the sawmill and he was very narcissistic, which I never knew what that meant until I was out the other side of that relationship. So I was going through counseling and I remember him saying, I was like, oh, I just go do all this stuff to distract myself from like dealing with the inner issues of what's coming out from this relationship. And he was like, no, you have to learn to like sit there with him. And I was like, whatever crazy guy, like I am (laughs) not sitting there with these emotions because they're really difficult. And it was until now at two and a half almost three years later, two 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 and a half years later from that relationship that I'm like, oh, that's what he meant. But it's taken me a long journey of realizing, oh, he really meant I have to do this because now I've been having to do these practices during COVID, during my business shutdown, during this pivot to really not take action from that like sad place.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Every relationship has its <laughs> lessons, right? Yeah. <laughs> so how has self-mastery supported you as an entrepreneur?
1: Uh, Well, being an entrepreneur is really scary and it's really crazy and it's a roller coaster of emotions like we talked about. And so in order to really understand the creative process that is building a business, you have to dive into the personal development space and that that end goal is Oh my gosh. (laughs)
0: Shit happens.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, There we go. Do that again. Um, yeah. And so you have to be working towards self mastery Mm -hmm. and that does not mean controlling your emotions. That was one thing. A lot of people were like, I think you even heard Tony Robbins or Gary Vee or one of those guys say you have to mastery of your emotions. And I was like, what does that even mean? Mm -hmm. And I had a conversation with another entrepreneur this week, and I was like, what does that mean? Because I feel like I can't control my emotions. He's like, no, you just utilize them. And I feel like utilizing your emotions to guide you in the creative direction is self-mastery in the entrepreneur space. Because it's the universe telling you, you know, the direction you should go. Because a lot of times we're sitting here as entrepreneurs, like, oh, I could do this million of things, like million things. (laughs) Like I'm an octopus with like eight arms, and I'm like, I got like a million things I could do. Which direction do I go now? Mm -hmm. And sometimes it just takes sitting there, looking at your emotions, kind of dabbling in a few things and going the direction that excites you the most. So that's, you know, utilizing your emotions, which to me is self-mastery.
0: Oh, I love that. Yeah. And it's like following the breadcrumbs, right? You listen to that instinct and you get that bubble in your stomach and you're like, oh, that's where I go. And you just follow that trail, right?
1: Yeah. And even if it's a dead end, it still was a lesson. It's still a Absolutely. skill you, you gained. And a lot of people, I always talk about this one interview I did. So I was asked by the chamber of commerce to go speak to a, um, a freshman class at high school about having a business in the community. And all of the kids, every question they asked was about, what was the worst thing that happened? What's the worst thing that can happen? What's worse is failure, failure. Like that's all they ever asked. And I realize that most people are afraid of dabbling in anything because they're afraid or even diving in because they're afraid of the failure. But sometimes the failure, like I'm closing my business. I've been in business three years and now I'm closing it down. And a lot of people could be like, oh, well you failed because you didn't make it five years or you didn't make it 10 years or you didn't stand for it your whole life, whatever. Like I learned a lot of valuable skills. You learn a lot when you deal with the general public and you have crazy people yelling at you over a couple dollars. Like you learn a lot about yourself and what's important to you and what you're willing to do and deal with and like all these things when you have a business.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I think that's important to mention that I mean, if you're if you're wanting to be an entrepreneur or you are and you're struggling, if you are afraid to fail. It may not be the place for you, or you may need to look at that fear and reframe it because the entrepreneurial world is full of failure. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise known as lessons <laughs> and growth.
1: Growth opportunities. I look at it as growth yeah. opportunities. You know, if you look at the guy who has Alibaba, he what dropped out of college and failed like so many mm-hmm. tons of businesses, and now he's one of the largest businesses in the world. It's just about. Developing the skills and becoming the person you need to become it in order to get to the place that you want to go or to the next thing. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. There's no such thing as failure, in my opinion.
1: No. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So here at Rebel Radio, we love to speak our truth. So I would like I'd love for you to share one truth that you wish every entrepreneur knew.
1: My major learning lessons have always been around relationships. And Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think from dealing with or accepting less than ideal relationships comes from really knowing your self-worth. And I think as women, especially, um, we are told at a very young age to tone ourselves down and be quiet and let, let the boys let the boys speak and don't be selfish. Like my mom used to tell me it's here. Don't be selfish. Don't be selfish. And so growing up when I got in a relationship, of course, guy wanted something. Oh, don't be selfish, Healy. Like, just let him do it, you know? And then in business and all these things, it just like carried on. And I think mm-hmm. as women, we need to be able to stand up when we feel that something's not right. And when we don't like something, actually say no and that be okay. And then say, I don't want to support you in that way, or I don't want to do this thing. I want to go do that thing. And then go do the thing you want to do and be selfish. That's my, that's the truth. Like it, there's, I mean, I wouldn't change my life for anything because I've learned so many things. And my story is really interesting because of the decisions I've made. But, you know, whenever I talk to a 20 something or even I'm going to be 30 in like a week or two. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. So, So whenever I talk to someone, I'm like, do what you want to do and be a little selfish because no one is going to look after you for it for you.
0: Right. (laughs) And to anyone out there who's listening that has been shut down and told to be quiet, I say, fuck that. Speak your truth and speak it loud.
1: Yes. 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 Absolutely. The majority of us are raised to to not... You know, speak up. And mm-hmm. I think that's why you don't see as many women. And in... it's not that the opportunities aren't necessarily there. I think it's just that we are afraid to get loud about stuff and the guys don't have that like that preconditioning, like holding them back as much. Raised a little different. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. So what's one thing you've discovered about yourself along your journey that has helped you to really grow? And I know it's really hard to narrow that down to one thing, but what's like the one overriding thing more than anything else? Um, there's a lot of things. (laughs) There's always a lot of things. One
1: overriding
0: thing. Or something recent that has come to your attention.
1: Yeah. I really think it's been that, that space of taking action on what I want. And not and realizing that I like to hold on to the responsibility because of my strength. And that will be a strength in something that I should utilize that for something I actually want to do instead of staying in a place that I don't want to stay. And I'm also realizing um, projection projection, like how we. So I, I was dating a guy for a while and he has this thing where for the last six months, he'll tell me he's going to do something like in his life. Like, I'm going to buy his truck. I'm going to move. I'm going to uh, quit my job and work for myself only. But he never does any of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so lately it like triggered me. And it was like I like lashed out at him. I'm like, you say you're going to do all these things, but you never do any of them. And he was like, you're right. I don't. And I was like, well, every time I say I'm going to do something, I do it. And I realized that, you know, it wasn't necessarily that I was annoyed with him. It was something that was really important to me about myself. And one mm. of my fears is that I won't do what I say I'm going to do because I'm scared. Like, I realized he doesn't do those things because he's scared of the change and the pressures it takes to make those big things happen. Where I'm sitting here in the middle of this big pivot, like I'm selling my real estate. I'm selling off my entire building. I'm doing all these things to start this new chapter. And I'm moving to a state where I know no nobody, like in the next 60 days. Like, that's a lot. And so for a while, I've been really nervous about it. Like, Oh, do I have what it takes? Am I going to chicken out? Am I going to sit where it's comfortable? Mm -hmm. And I guess you just have to realize when you start getting like pent up and frustrated with other people, look at yourself and be like, what is it about myself? That's that I'm worried about within myself that's projecting onto them because projections like basically how we deal with the whole world outside of ourselves. Absolutely. Every single experience and every single person
0: in your life is just mirroring what's going on in yourself. So yeah. I walk around looking at people going, what do you have to show me about myself today? <laughs> I love that. So <laughs> it's been such a pleasure having you here. Thank you for being a guest on rebel radio. And well, I'm going to leave it with one last question. What do you dream of for the world?
1: Ooh, that's like a really crazy one right now because every time I look at everything that's happening, I'm like, oh my God, what's happening? (laughs) Right? I guess I dream of more self-realization and self-reliance for people. Um, I think that's the most powerful place that you can come from. And if we learn to be more self-conscious like, of ourselves and more self-reliant. We don't necessarily need so much. And we don't have to rely on others. So we can really come from a creative space and do the things that we want to do. And I really hope that, especially at this pivotal moment where everything is shifting and changing around us and a lot of us, excluding myself, like our reality of our society is changing. Like... Mm-hmm it's no longer what we thought it was, you know, like there's a lot of gaslighting going on. There's a lot of like things. I don't want to get into politics or anything, but (laughs) everything's getting really crazy. So the more self-reliant we can be where we're not relying on like a boss to pay us, you know, the government to feed us and take care of us, we can have so much more power and then we can be creative to do the things that we want to do. And for those of you who are listening that are in entrepreneurship, you know, have your own business. Maybe you still have a nine to five and you're trying to make it a full time thing, or maybe you're on the fence about starting a thing. Like entrepreneurs are the ones that are saving the world. We are the ones that like change it. And we're the ones that, you know, do things to help people, um, and come from an authentic place. And so there's no greater responsibility, no greater purpose than to be an entrepreneur, like a heart centered entrepreneur oh
0: truth and no greater (laughs) privilege yes absolutely oh i love it thank you so much for being here i appreciate you so much it's been such a pleasure having you
1: yeah of course i've loved it it's been so fun
0: Thank you for joining us for this episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired or you think that this can help somebody else land into a sense of self-mastery so that they can understand their own limitless power as well, please share this out, point them in the right direction, and help out another beautiful soul. I will see you next week.